Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Goalmouth Ramble, the weekly football podcast brought to you every Thursday by myself, Nick, and normally my two co-hosts. But once again, <laughs> me and Reese have been left to, to steer the ship in Jacob's absence because he's got other responsibilities in his life other than this podcast, which I find absolutely His commitment is poor. I mean, yes, he has a small infant child, but come on now. We are your priorities here. This is also your baby. Exactly. um, But yeah, Jake isn't with us this week. Um, Like I said, he's got other things going on in his life. Um, But instead of it just being uh, me and Reese getting a a guest on this week, and because it's the dreaded international break, um, which... I hate the international break, <laughs> especially when it's, when it's this early in the season. Like, we've had two of them now, and I didn't realise in this until I saw it. There's another one next month as well. Oh, it's, fuck it's off. It's so stupid. Just as teams and clubs and players are mm. picking up picking up form, getting a point away at Burnley, that's what I we was, needed. I was going to say, like, this episode was meant to be a buoyant episode that was like, we've all picked up points of the weekend after last week's dreary episode where you all lost this week. Me and Jacob won. You drew, which I know it's we got a point. You got a clean sheet. Woo! I'm probably get copyright on that. Anyway, yeah. So yeah. So Norwich after obviously obviously getting a point against Burnley, we're going to go on and thrash, win three 0 for the next four games. But the World Cup had to get in the way. Who have you got next? Actually, on that. Um. Have you got next? You know what? I don't actually know. I will quickly that. Google that. Out. I'll Google that now. Right. Uh, Brighton at home. Oh, that's. Oh, I don't know. They are the, one of the form sides of the league. And then, and then Chelsea away. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but then our five fixtures after that are Leeds at home, mm-hmm. Brentford away, Southampton at home, Wolves at home, Newcastle, Newcastle away. away. So this is that, it. That's a run. This that is, is it, boys and girls. This is this is it. It's Norwich will be. Norwich will be 10th by the start of December in the league. And Jamie O'Hara and his talk sport cronies can all shove it. Anyway, less said about them, the better. Um, But in the absence of Premier League football, um, we are going to mix it up a little bit in this week's episode um, and do a quiz. Ooh, because both of us love... I love a quiz. I don't know about you, Reese. I'm a big fan of a quiz. I'm generally better at hosting them than I am taking part, but... I do love a quiz. <laughs> we get to do both here, so exactly. both worlds. Uh, so yeah, me and Reese are going to ask each other ten questions um, about mostly about the Premier League. I think there's a few sort of just general football ones in there as well, yeah. but um, mostly the Premier League. Um, and feel free to play in uh, play along at home and um, don't score. We're going to get obviously get a score out of ten because we're answering it as a question. So don't give your score out of a twenty. Set your stall out at the beginning and say I'm going to answer all of Reese's questions or I'm going to answer all of Nick's <laughs> questions and. Give yourself a score out of 10 at the end and let us know how you get on by sending us, uh, by tweeting us at gr underscore pod. There is no prizes on offer. Bloody Sean Alexander, our fantasy nemesis of mine, will probably smash these quizzes. The man knows his football like it's going to... Yeah. It's the, the, yeah, his fantasy performance is going gonna, is gonna to carry on <laughs> over into his... Absolutely is. <laughs> I do apologise if you, Reese, or the listeners can hear some... Um, frivolities going on in the background my cats have decided now of all times to start to bat around their um jingly little ball around the, the room but anyway um but before we do the quiz there was some big premier league news um which we thought we needed to talk about which 
Um, in a shock to absolutely nobody, or should be a shock to absolutely nobody, Watford decided to sack their manager um, seven games into the season. Uh, Zisco Munoz um, was fired, say, seven games into the season. Watford was sitting sitting fairly pretty on seven points, um, <laughs> considering they just got promoted. I would kill Love for seven, seven points, points yeah. <laughs> right now. Um <laughs> And but uh, and I think he's even come out himself and said that that it was it was a bit of a surprise to him, um, and he's pretty unhappy about it. Despite obviously signing to for Watford, you kind of know what you're letting yourself in for when you're becoming a manager of a team that has had 17 managers in 10 years now, which is That's worse than Chelsea. Mental is like the barrier <laughs> or the bar for me for like managerial changes. But yeah, if you're out managing Chelsea, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Um, they're obviously, and since then, um, Munoz has been replaced by uh, Claudio Ranieri. Dilly ding, dilly dong. Um, and he's come back to the Premier League after a sort of ill-fated spell with Fulham, which both of us kind of forgot about, but kind of <laughs> yeah. uh, vaguely remembered. I remembered he'd come back to the Premier League since Leicester. And I was like, I can't remember for the life of me who <laughs> he managed. And it can't have been for very long. And we, yeah, our friend Google told us it was a very ill-fated spell at Fulham. Um, firstly fair or harsh on Munoz and what do you think of Ranieri is he a bit of a did he have was it a, a flash in the pan at Leicester because his mm. club record outside of Leicester has been fairly average really hasn't it it has I think Ranieri is obviously he's earned you know his place in Premier League history for what he did with Leicester and he was also there for what he did at Chelsea as well I mean you forget that he got Chelsea to the Champions League you know, even before Abramovich came in. So that was, you know, down to him and his role. And I think he's a very much a... People, you know, pe- people like him. Ranieri is just a manager's manager. He's a really, really good, nice guy. And he's has a very kind of illustrious career all around Italy and Spain and England and stuff. But I don't know. I think the game might have moved on from him now at this point is the only fear I have that kind of showed up in the Fulham era. Because I think we discovered that he'd won three out of seventeen games at Fulham mm, when he was there, yeah. which is pretty woeful. Um, but Watford, in terms of where they are, they—it was a surprise to me when he got when Munoz got sacked. Who, by the way, I found out who what his name was when he was announced as being fired. Um, <laughs> well, it's hard to keep track, isn't it? Yeah, they just have so oh, many. Just like, if it's not Kike Sanchez Flores, I'm going to clue who the Watford <laughs> manager is. Um, but yeah, like you said, they were fine. They had seven points for a new promoted side. That's fine. You know, they've they've won twice. They had that really good opening weekend win against Villa, and they've not looked great since then. To be fair, but they've at least kind of put up a fight in these games. You know, they've um, they drew against Newcastle quite well. You know, they have good, some good players. They are like Saar and Emmanuel Denis and that kind of stuff. And yeah, I just, I was surprised that it was this early. But then I think if you're going to make a change. You should do it at this point because you've still got time to react. You know, Ranieri coming in, he has two months to get to know his squad, and then he's got the January chance window to make any changes he needs to make in mm. that time. But I, I don't see this being a long term hire by any stretch of the imagination for Watford. It's just going to be another stopgap until the next one comes in. So. But it's strange that they do that. That so, like, I, I agree that it doesn't scream. Like, well, I know it's Rob Watford we're talking about, but Ranieri doesn't scream like a three, four year project kind of guy. No, he doesn't. Uh, but so, like in this, in that instance, you're like, oh right, well, you need somebody to come in and like drastically like try and save your season. And I don't think like Watford's season is 
at that point yet. No. I don't think it's in need of drastic saving. I think there's three teams that I've seen that are easily worse than Watford so far. Mm-hmm. Um, another team that plays in yellow that shall rename, name, uh, <laughs> remain nameless is being yeah. one of them. Yeah. Uh, and Newcastle look terrible. Burnley haven't been very good. Mm-hmm. Um, Leeds have looked poor this year. Leeds have, so that's at least three teams that have mm-hmm. been worse than Watford this season. But I was shocked by it. But then I went onto Twitter and sort of searched and scanned through the Watford fan base. And they were generally quite supportive of it, which yeah, I found quite surprising. Um, again, we're not the people that are watching Watford week in, week out. So, I mean, the Watford fan base is a much better place to, mm. to to speak on it than we are. But I don't know. I did I did find it slightly surprising. And obviously, um, we weren't alone. I think all those sort of major sort of football journalists and pundits like Gary Lineker and the people who wrote for The Athletic and stuff were all saying it's probably a little bit surprising, despite it being Watford and their history of, mm. of this. But, um, yeah, I think Munoz can feel reasonably aggrieved to 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 find this situation and considering he got them promoted last season and yeah. they were Norwich and Watford last season in the championship were comfortably better than anybody else like it wasn't particularly close the two of them were miles and then maybe points wise they didn't finish like too far ahead of Brentford but um in terms of just yeah Watford and Norwich were I think you'd ask any championship fan last season even Brentford fans would agree that Norwich and Watford were much better so to have that on his CV at Watford and then have the affinity with the fans over that and then for only seven games games into the season to sort of throw that all away I don't know Mm. do you reckon uh, it's a case of sorry that the Watford fans are they're conditioned into this way of life as a Watford fan you know they change the manager every 10 months without maybe And they, and they just, so and they just see the it as process. part of the course. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just it's just part of yeah being a Watford fan at this point, mm. maybe. But I must admit, like supporting a team that does the exact opposite of that, like mm. Farker's going into his fifth season now with the club, and is like, um, I think he's like our eighth or ninth longest serving manager at this point. Mm. Um, yeah, it's 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 not something I think I would like if I was a fan of, if Norwich started doing that sort of mm. turning managers over at more than average, more than one a season. Cause I don't know. I feel like a really strong affinity with, especially when it's going well for a club, obviously as well. Like obviously, obviously at the minute you obviously have probably have a strong affinity with Tuchel and mm. people in the past, like when you supported Chelsea Mourinho was his peak. I assume mm. you had, and I love building up that relationship with a, with a manager and seeing them, uh, watching them sort of evolve as the months go by, like in press conferences and on the sideline, and how he interacts with players and fans and stuff. I look, that's all part of being a, a supporting a team for me. And I don't know, absolutely, yeah. Maybe Watford fans of being being uh, not being um, granted that at the minute, and maybe that, yeah, like you said, maybe it's just what they've come to accept as part of the course as Watford fans. But um, yeah, interested to see how it works out with Ranieri because, like you said, the we what well, we both said the Fulham tenure was bad pretty poor um, yeah and he's had a couple of bad uh a bad um spells in italy since the leicester season as well mm-hmm. so one well, bad um not well av- I mean, not yeah average at best really yeah. and I also mean, for him leicester city was the peak of his the anomaly his career. Yeah. like since you can't ever match that unless he somehow <laughs> takes Watford back to the top of the Premier League this if season. he if he manages to win the league with Watford <laughs> in the next by the end of the end of the 2020 what year 22 23 season mm-hmm. I will I will join you in eating a hat on, <laughs> on a on a form of social media I'll put that out there yeah. um good right it's time to get it's time to dim the lights 
Let's get the studio. Doom. Yeah. We, we haven't got any more. We need some more theme music um, we do. for the quiz. But it is time for the inaugural Goldmouth Ramble quiz. Um, as I said at the at the top of the show, um, this is f- the most prestigious quiz award on on offer right now. <laughs> you can keep your chase and your pointless and your um, whatever else there is on Tipping TV point, these days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, oh, on on a side note, uh, Beth, my my girlfriend, knew somebody who was on Tipping Point last week who became memeified. Oh, um, no. when, when she answered about um, what uh, the collective noun for a group of moles was and she um, oh the liberal democrats the, I yeah, saw that yeah yeah so it was which political party shares its name with for the with the collective noun for a group of moles and she went for liberal democrats and <laughs> she got memed to within an inch of her life and yeah I mean, Beth I went to, is, Beth went to is it a labour of moles it is a labour of moles yeah but she went for liberal democrats and that's incredible Became a TikTok sensation overnight. Yeah, Beth, so went to, good. Beth went to school with her. How but... weird that my friend had uh, another tangent linked to him, Tipping Point. My former uni housemate went on Tipping Point many years ago. And he, on Tipping Point of all shows, didn't make it through like the second round or something. He absolutely had a shocker. Tipping Point is the it's absolute It's so easy. Pit. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. Um, but as I said, this is... The stakes are higher here. There's more at stake. There's absolutely. better prizes to be won. Uh, it's more prestigious. So, as I said at the top of the show as well, the rules are: me and Reese are going to take turns. I think alternate questions. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask each other ten questions, and obviously we'll each have a score of ten at the end of the round. Listeners at home, if you want to take part in this, like I said, or you can answer. You can answer all twenty in in your head, obviously. But pick a pick a set of questions that you're going to answer. Um, either mine or Reese's. And at the end of the show, get us see how many points out of 10 you've got and let us know um, if anybody does get 10 um, based on... we. I tested my questions on Jake. So um, did I. And he said we're both in danger. So <laughs> <laughs> if anybody gets 10, um, then yeah, do let us know and there is no prize, but there will be... It's You'll a, get a retweet a, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. We'll shout oh, yeah, which is better than any prize or exactly. any prize money can buy. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Reese, as the as the guest, I suppose, I'd probably take lead host's host, host, responsibilities, yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to go first or second? And don't do a, 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 a um, peppers on us like in the NFL this, this last weekend <laughs> just gone, where they did the coin flip in the centre of the circle. <laughs> I want the ball. Fuck you. Whatever he said. I think it was. It goes, oh. uh, yeah, flip the ball, flip the coin. We want the ball. Yeah, we want it, motherfucker. Fuck so, on, like on, that, the, yeah. on the mic in front of hun- tens of thousands it of people. It was incredible. Unbelievable scenes. Um, um, I'm, I would like to ask you the first question. So I will, oh. I'll start as the quiz master. As the quiz. Right. Yes. Okay, so you have five seconds, listeners, to pick your questions of whether you're going to answer my questions or answer Reese's questions. And here we go. Good luck, everyone. So I thought I'm going to rack tier my questions from the easier ones and then get harder as I go along. So the first Oh, God. Question, so if I get it wrong straight out the, out the gate, we're in trouble. Yeah, I think you've got this one. We'll see. So um, starting early doors, uh, which club boasts the longest unbeaten home run in Premier League history with 86 games? Hmm. Hmm. 
I know Man United are on a currently a very good away streak, aren't they? Yeah. Or they were, unless they've lost very recently. Not away, though, I don't think. Is this... I think this is Liverpool because there was mm-hmm. such a big deal of when Liverpool lost like five straight home games last season, everyone was mm. like, they haven't lost a home in like 10 years and now they've lost five <laughs> games in a row. Mm. I'm going to go for Liverpool. That is the common answer. thinking. Um, Liverpool do have a very good record. They have a record of 60 or so games. Um, but no, it's not the longest <gasps> unbeaten home oh run. Oh my God. I mean, no, the actual longest home run in league history is Chelsea in the Mourinho era from... 2004, 2008, they lost, didn't lose for four years at home. 86 games. Four years. Which is, yeah, which is like, the Liverpool run was amazing. They, they, I think it was like three or so years they went unbeaten. But Chelsea was another season on top of that without losing at home, which is absolutely bonkers. So, the defence yeah. in that, um, Marie, that first Mourinho spell, where you, I think you conceded oh. like 15 goals in one of the seasons. Yeah, which is a, you've, Norwich have conceded that already. Already. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, God. Right. Moving swiftly on from my performance and Norwich's performance. Um, question one for you, Reese. This is, I'm going to embarrass myself today. Okay. Jamie Vardy and Riyad Mahrez obviously took the plaudits as the main goal scorers in Leicester's title winning season. But who was Leicester's third top scorer in that oh, league in the year in the league that year? That's a good question. So obviously, I'm thinking back to that team. Obviously, midfield you've got Drinkwater and Kante, but Drinkwater they were neither were goal scorers. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm thinking it's going to be someone along the lines of maybe Mark Albrighton or something like that. Can I think of anyone else? It was before Harvey Barnes. Yeah, I'm going to go Mark Albrighton, final answer. It was not Mark Albrighton. Bollocks. Before I looked this up, I thought it was Shinzi Okazaki. Oh, yeah. Great player. And really he, was, he was fourth. Mm. So I was like, who the flippy hell was third? And it's a guy that he scored a goal. Um, I was there to witness it the last day of February in that... Um, it was the 94th minute and Leicester <laughs> scored, or he scored to take the lead 1-0 against Norwich and they literally registered on the on the Richter scale. It caused <laughs> a minor earthquake when Leicester scored the, the stoppage time winner and the man to do that was Leonardo Ujoa. Oh God, I forgot all about I him. forgot he played for Leicester, yeah. which was mental considering I saw the, the earthquake goal. But yeah, he scored <laughs> he, he scored uh, six goals and he was... Third, and Okazaki scored five. How many? Um, do you know how many um, Vardy and Okazaki um, Mares had? I don't off the top of my head, no. But a lot more than six. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they were both in their twenties. I think, or Mares might have been just below, just below that. Mm. But yeah. yeah, um, not to say it was a two-man team. Oh, sure. That's a good question, though. Yeah, good knowledge. Good. All right then. Um, if anybody's got either of those so far, congratulations. <laughs> th- is is that going to be indicative of, of how the rest? I think of the show I've got a few be? questions that are going to be fine for you. I think, but we'll okay, see. we shall see. So, question two. Um, this one is one of the more famous pub quiz questions from around the land. You've probably all heard it before. I think it's one of my favourite football facts of all time. Um, so, who is the only player to score a hat trick in the top four English divisions, the League Cup, the FA Cup? And an international fixture. 
the international fixture threw me then because immediately mm. I thought of Gary Hooper. But then I thought to have done it in the Premier League, he must have scored a hat-trick for Norwich in the Premier League, which he was there in that season. We were there under Hewton and there's n- mm-hmm. no way anybody scored a hat-trick <laughs> that season. Um, somebody like Billy Sharp is springing to mind as well. Because mm-hmm. he... I don't think he was obviously prolific in the Premier League, but I think he scored a few goals in the Premier League. But again, he's English, so he won't have played for England. The only man I can think of, and as a reason to why you like this question so much, <laughs> is because it's a Welshie. Mm. And that Welshie is Robert Earnshaw. Because he scored, for, I'm pretty sure he scored a hat-trick for West Brom in the, in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. That. Uh, he played for Norwich in the Championship. He played for yeah. Cardiff in the he did 1 in the, and 2. Yeah, he did. He's had a pretty good career, as usual. He must have, and he must have scored a hat trick for Wales. He must have duffed up some like Andorra or something and scored a hat trick. And I'm fairly game. sure I was there <laughs> for his Welsh hat trick in the stadium. It was against Scotland, I think. Yeah. Um, but the answer is indeed Robert Earnshaw is correct answer. <sighs> um, he's just he's been around the around the block, hasn't he? That that bloke been everywhere. Yes, Cardiff, West Brom, Norwich, Derby, Forest, Macau, Tel Aviv was... for a bit. Really, he was yeah. in the. I think he was in the the famous derby team. I think they got eleven points. I think he was. I, I think he was in that derby team. I believe, if memory serves me correctly. Wow. But yeah, I remember him scoring for West Brom a fair bit in the in the Premier League. Good. Well, my blushes are spared because I want. I wanted one. I'll, if I've gone, I'm going to go home happy because um, I got at least one. Um, <laughs> question two for you, Reese. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of my questions are Premier League record based um, okay. so here is one of them um, who holds the record for the most consecutive appearances in the Premier League with oh. 310 consecutive, consecutive appearances Jesus Christ so I know I know like Gareth Barry is the most appearanced player in the Premier League. I know that. He was. I don't know if James Milner's overtaken him now. Mm. But I know Barry was. Yeah. Oh, see, now that's from... I was going to say Milner is my potential answer. That's throwing me off that. Oh, oh. I'll give you a clue. It's not James Milner. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, 310 appearance. Who was never injured? I think it could be a goalkeeper. I would probably say it's safe to assume it was a goalkeeper. Mm. Who's played loads of games? You're people like... Tim Howard is now jumping out of me. I'm sure he has some sort of record. I remember Shouldn't he scored. Sure. A, I remember he scored Van a goal. Van der Sar was up there team. actually. Van der Sar never missed a game for the one on you. Oh, I'm gonna go Van der Sar. Final answer. Yeah. You would be incorrect Damn to it. say Van der. It was a goalkeeper. Yeah, um, but it's not. He's not Dutch. He is a. He is a an American. It's not Tim Howard. It's not Tim Howard. It's Brad Friedel, isn't it? It's Brad Friedel. Oh yeah. bollocks! Three hundred and ten appearances, That's playing mad. for Blackburn, uh, Villa, Liverpool, and Spurs with a four Premier League team. But I think he got all of those appearances whilst between Blackburn and Villa. I think. Yeah. 
they didn't play a lot at Liverpool at the start of his Premier League career and same at Spurs at the other end. So okay. those two clubs in the middle, 310 consecutive appearances. That's is mental. I know, I'm sure, I think Lampard once had the record back in the Mourinho era of consecutive starts for an outfielder. Mm. It was like in the 160s or something like that. It was madness. Good. Right. Oh, I'm winning. Not, I'm, yeah, I'm winning something. Nil. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Norwich are lo- they're terrible this season. My my American football team, the Chiefs, are not I got a winning record oh, this season. No. This is the first thing I've won in months. <laughs> well, I've been winning in Early months. doors, mate. Early doors. I've got, I've got a fight back in my hands. So, preface this one, my third question, with this is the my favourite question I came up with in this whole session. Oh. I thought I'd do it early doors because I think it's a great question. I want to do it now. <laughs> so... From the from the streets of Los Angeles, um, God, a player by the name of Santiago Munez was plucked for obscurity and played for Newcastle. He did alongside Gavin Harris in like the two thousands, <laughs> yeah. um, and he became a bit of a a celebrity amongst the Premier League. Uh, kind of players. Oh God! If it's Just... a question about the films, I've only seen it once. <laughs> I've only seen like the first one once. <laughs> For being, you know, just this guy who came out from nowhere and became a real superstar in the Premier League. And coincidentally, Newcastle this year have signed a player called Santiago Munoz, and yeah. everyone is saying not quite the same. Yeah. No, but my question to you is: in the climax of the film, the first film. Oh, so I have San- seen it. I've definitely seen the you first You have seen one. it. Santiago Munez scores a free kick to win the game for his side. Whose real-life free kick did they co-opt and use to be Santiago Munez's free kick to win the game in that, in that situation? Uh, I, need, I don't know what year the film came out, because that would obviously... I could tell you that. Can I tell you that? Goal film came out in 2005. Right. I'm going to go, I don't know the answer, so I'm going to go for something very topical. Mm-hmm. Um, today, as we're recording this, Wednesday the 6th of October, um, it's 20 years to the day that David Beckham scored his unbelievable free kick against Greece. Is um, it really? I didn't in, know. In, to draw... To, Draw two two, I think it was at Old Trafford to, yeah, yeah. to scrape into the whatever flipping tournament it was they were going to qualify for. So I don't know the answer. So I'm going to go for David Beckham's free kick against Greece as my topical answer. Fair play. Um, so firstly, that's what Jacob guessed as well. He did not know the answer to this one, um, but it's not David Beckham. Um, it's if you if you I think logically about who he played for, he played for Newcastle. He did. Who was Newcastle's kind of prize? free kick taker at that time was it lauren robert it was lauren robert oh god great free kick as well one of the best uh, in i my can't mind, remember the, i can't remember i can't remember the free kick but i remember a lauren it's, robert generally oh yeah it's one of those free kicks that was it wasn't the conventional kind of like the beckham free kick it was from the side it was from near the touchline and he kind of just swings over into the top right corner. It's, mm. it's amazing. It's such a good free kick. Lauren Robert was sick. He was, he was a great was really, player. For yeah, a few yeah. years at Newcastle, he was great. That era of Newcastle were players like Robert and Solano. Nobby I really Solano. liked that era. They were, they was, I saw, I went to see Newcastle play in that kind of era. It was, I think, Newcastle Man City. I saw it in St. James' Park with some friends. And it was, like, they won like 4-3. I had like Sean Wright Phillips was playing for Man City. Bellamy was on the pitch. Like it was mm. such a great like mid-2000s football game. I loved it. It was class. Better days for Newcastle. Although, Absolutely. 
uh, rumors are circulating on social media today that uh, Mike Ashley may be uh, no longer, and uh, well, that a takeover oh, really? at Newcastle might be resurfacing again. I don't know if that's just people baiting Newcastle fans, yeah. um, but but some you know, some more established outlets, shall we say, saying that that a major sort of. Um, uh, sort of um, barrier had been had been hurdled in in that, so we'll see how that plays out over the coming weeks. But um, a billionaire might be taking over Newcastle, and if I don't know if they can get the, the that, that could change. Hopefully, they can get relegated first before that happens. <laughs> we just see. <laughs> um, right, it's my turn next, isn't it? To ask you yeah. a question. Uh, you mentioned his name then, just talking Ooh. about um, it's not Nobby Slano or Robin, Lauren Robert, Craig Bellamy. <laughs> Yes. Holds the record for scoring a Premier League goal for the most different clubs, if that makes sense. Yeah. He scored a Premier League goal for seven different Premier League clubs. Have um, I named them all? You've got to name them all. Four <laughs> gets you half a point. Oh my God. Okay. Right. Seven gets you a full point. So, I can, I can tell you it'll be Man City... Liverpool and Newcastle. Those three are nailed on. Those three are absolutely nailed on. So you need one more to get half a point. Fucking hell. <clears throat> Who else does he play for? Who else did Bellamy play for? No, I can't say Wales. It's in the Premier League, isn't it? Not, not his country. Wait, no, no. Seven <laughs> Premier League teams. <laughs> so, who else did Bellamy play for? He, who did he do the golf swing against? Oh, man. I think that was when he was playing for for Newcastle, wasn't it? Was that Newcastle, was it? Because I, I think Alan Shearer kicked off about it. Or was it against Newcastle that Alan Shearer kicked off oh, about potentially. it? potentially. I can't remember. I remember Alan Shearer <gasps> kicking off about it, though. Blackburn? Is that an answer? Yeah. Correct. You've got half a point. Yes! Right, I'm, I'm on the board. All right. Okay. <laughs> Who else have I got? In my brain. So he's never played for, like, never played Chelsea, mind you. Arsenal. Did I have Tottenham? I don't think he did play for Tottenham. Yeah. Oh, this is tricky. Oh, this is tricky. Question, I will give though. you. I will give you a clue. Yeah, go on. One of the remaining teams is in the Premier League currently. Yeah, and two of them. And are. two of them are in the Championship currently. Okay. Okay. Oh wait. Oh wait. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Yes. Correct. Okay. One's in the league currently. Can I allowed to look at the league table just so I can you can look at the league table? Yeah. <laughs> For West Ham. Alright, not Southampton. Southampton. Incorrect. You had already oh, said the wrong. You had already said the oh, wrong team bloody... in the Premier League. Which team would I say? West Ham. West Ham is the correct ah. answer. And the two Championship teams. You can Damn. look at the Championship table as well. If you oh can. shit! Yeah, good point. Let's have a look at the Championship. See if you can get them. I don't think I will. He did play for Norwich, by the way. He started at Norwich, but he didn't score a Premier League goal for Norwich. Did he? We were in the Championship. You came through our youth uh, youth academy. I think he's played for like QPR or something like that. He hasn't. He's played for mm. Coventry. Mm. He scored in the Premier League for Coventry and mm. almost Wales. He scored in the Premier League <laughs> for Cardiff. Oh, fuck. Of course he did. He had one season at Cardiff. When they, wow. I think was that the same season that they changed their home kit to be red, and everybody oh, and was like, were it, mental." Yeah, 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 I think it might be the same year as that. I was in the Premier League. No way. Mm. Yeah, but oh, they've just I, looked at the table. By the way, Cardiff, they're in a bad way. They are in a bad row. situation. Oh dear. Yeah, yeah, in a bad, bad way. Uh, but you are on the board, Reese. Congratulations with I'll half, take a half a point. I'll take that. Good. 
Right. Okay. Next up for you, Nicholas. Okay. I've got that one or that one. Okay, I'll go this one. Um, Alisson last year made league history as oh, the God. first ever goalkeeper to score the winning goal in a Premier League fixture. Okay. Can you name the other five goalkeepers who have scored Premier League goals? Oh, well, I mentioned it earlier. Tim Howard is one of them when he played for Everton. That's one. I'll also do the same thing you do. You get If you get three right, you get half a point. He scored against, I believe he scored against uh, Bolton and Bogdan was in goal. I think. Tim Howard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Paul Robinson definitely scored. He did. When he was at Spurs against Watford, I believe. I remember that one back at White Hart Lane. Surely Schmeichel scored a Premier League. I know he scored an FA Cup goal, but did he score a Premier League goal? Which one? Uh, Peter. I don't think Casper's ever scored a Premier League goal. Peter Schmeichel is correct. That's three. You got half a point. You got two left. Somebody, did, apart from Allison, somebody, was it Begovic at Stoke? Did it reasonably, or was it Butland? It was somebody at Stoke. So I remember it being at Stoke. Mm-hmm. But who was this goalkeeper? I think it was Begovic. Yeah, Begovic at Stoke. That's four. Who was the last one? Um, Who was the last one? Bet it was against Norwich. Always this kind. <laughs> Along came Norwich. I thought he scored, um, actually. I only found out who he scored again. Let's just... I don't, I don't know. I, I think I see it, yeah. Obviously, I knew those four, but... I'm just going to go for a keeper that I like, who is a bit chaotic. Who <laughs> I loved. I'm going to go for Yussi Askelainen. Just oh, uh, he's great, a classic, great keeper. Uh, but sadly, it was not Yussi Askelainen. Four or five though. He was actually mentioned earlier. It was really? Brad Friedel. Was it indeed? Scored against Charlton. Um, I have no memory of that one. No. Where did? What year was it? Let me see. It was in <laughs> 2004. He scored against Charlton. They lost though. It was a. He scored yeah. to equalise, and then Charlton scored the winner. For Phil Blackburn, yeah. Yeah, so he scored for Blackburn and then Charles scored the winner about minutes later, mm. fuming. You would be fuming, wouldn't you? <laughs> that was cool. I didn't know Alisson's was the first winner. That's cool. Yeah. Cool little yeah. fact. Okay, so one and a half points for me. Excellent. <laughs> I'll take that. Um, right, question four for you, Reese. Yes. Um, the 2018-19 season. Oh, what's his mic? Yeah, okay. Which three players... Shared the Golden Boot Award that year. Oh. Another little clue. Mm-hmm. There are only two teams represented between these three players. <laughs> so you've got more than... You've got two players play for one team, essentially. 2019. So was that when Liverpool won the league? No, Liverpool won the league in 1920. In 1920? Well, 1819. <laughs> <laughs> they might have won it in 1920. I'm sure that was wet. This it's always the minute. It's always been Kane and Salah near the top, hasn't it? So I think They're it's worth saying. Always pretty much in contention. I, I think I mean we're gonna put my stall out and say it's gonna be Kane and Salah as two of them. But that would mean so, you've got to pick a somebody else from exactly. Spurs and somebody else from Liverpool. Or somebody else from Liverpool. Yeah, I would. I'm gonna let you pick all three before I tell you if you, oh, you've got it right or not. Fuming. 
So it's potentially going to be, it'll be Kane and Son with Salah, or it'll be Kane with Salah and Mane. Son, has he ever been that near the top of the Premier League? Mane scores loads of goals. Like, he's on for 100 in Liverpool. Uh, it's pretty close, yeah. I think it happened very imminently, I think. Mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for Kane, Salah and Mane. Final answer? Yes. Mo Salah, correct. Sadio Mane, correct. And from North London, the man himself... It's Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. Fuck no! Yes, yeah, it's, it's not Harry Kane. Oh yes, <laughs> it's, a, it's the it's not Harry Kane. It's it's Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. Oh, fuming! Yeah, oh, the, bollocks. The wrong club. I'll give you half a point again. All the I've got. I say I've got quite a few uh, yeah. questions here where you have to name multiple things. So I'll take. I'll that. give you half a point for getting to. I'll take half a point. Oh, fuming! Aubameyang. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't believe it either. How many goals <laughs> did Kane have that year? That's ridiculous. I must have been. He must have been injury injured that season. Oh, surely. But yeah, it. it was a bad uh, A lot joining Salah and Mane. Good. So after four questions, I'm on one and a half points and you're on one point. <laughs> what, what, a, what a game. This is, this is the content people come to listen to. Absolutely. So. Just some passable knowledge about the Premier League. Just <laughs> glorious stuff. All right then. Um, so my fourth question. I've re- I, I enjoyed this fact earlier. Um, I do have some options for you. Oh, if you options. think it's too difficult at one point. So okay. I'll ask you first and then options after if you really want them. Okay. So um, two players in Premier League history have scored four goals in, in one game for two different clubs. Who are they? Jesus Christ. <laughs> for two clubs. And I will, I'll tell you after. Yeah. Four, ga- four goals in one game for two separate clubs. And because there's two players, half a point if you get one of them. I can't imagine Rooney ever did it for Everton. So I'm going to discount Rooney. Um, Guerrero never played for another team. Who else did Dwight York play for? I don't think Dwight York will have done it at Blackburn or Villa. Or anyone else, anyone else that I've forgotten he played for, apart from United. Andy Cole, on the other hand. I'm keeping Andy Cole in reserve. He seems like a good bet to me. I feel like he might have done it at Newcastle and United. Mm-hmm. So I'm keeping him in reserve. Um, Solskjaer never did it for anyone else. Les Ferdinand, Teddy Sheringham. Oh, there's so many to pick for. Oh, unbelievable. Um, for the sake of of not being here for literally ever's forever mulling over, I'll go for Andy Lock Andy Cole in as one of my answers. Okay. I'll go for Sheeran over Blackburn in that title-winning season. I'll lock Shearer in as well. Did it for Newcastle and Blackburn. Okay. So, would you like to hear the answers, or would you like to hear some choices? Oh, let's say you've relinquished getting a full point, but you could yeah, get a half yeah. point if you pick the right options here. So, 
I'll relinquish you, a full point. Yeah. So I'll give you four options. So it's like four pairs of players. All right. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you've got either it was either Burkamp and Tevez, Flo and Shearer, Tor Hasselbank and Mark Hughes, or Yakubu and Berbatov. Run those by me again. Burkamp and Tevez, Flo Burkamp and Shearer, Hasselbank and Mark Hughes. Yakubu and Berbatov. I'm going to discount Flo and Shearer. Was that a thing? It was. Yeah, because I can't imagine Flo did it for... I can't even imagine he did it for Chelsea. <laughs> it's somebody else as well. I mean, you're correct. I think Flo got a hat-trick with Chelsea at one point, but never a four-goaler. Right, so that means Shearer was wrong. And Andy Cole wasn't even on the list. Unbelievable. Not even on the list, mate. Yeah. Um, who was the first one? Tevez and Burkamp. Burkamp mm. didn't do it for anybody else. I don't. Did he... No, he only played for Arsenal in the Premier yeah. League. So, that leaves us... So, you, you've left it between Hasselbank, Hasselbank and, Matthews, and Matthews or Yakubu and Berbatov. I can imagine Yakubu did it for Portsmouth in like a mad gap. I can't imagine... Because he played for Everton for a bit as well, didn't he? I can't imagine he did it for Everton. I don't think he was that good when he was at Everton. But Berbatov was sick. For <laughs> United and we've Versus already talked Spurs about it before well. I put it somewhere that Virtov was like just yeah. the dude. Love that guy. Um, or Hasselbank and Hughes. See Hughes, I remember Hughes. I had a sticker album of the 2000 season. Hughes was playing for Southampton at the end in that year because I remember that because that was a one flipping thing. I didn't. The only sticker I didn't get was Mark Hughes at Southampton in 2000. Mm-hmm. So that means he'd have been playing in the Premier League for like eight years before that kind of retirement age. Mm. Hughes, so, Hughes had quite the career, to be fair. I'll go for Hasselbank because I know Hasselbank scored over a hundred Premier League goals as well. So I'll he go did. for I'll go for over Hasselbank. I'll go for Hasselbank and Hughes. Fair play for Sadly Leeds and no. oh Leeds and Chelsea and I was going to say United and I don't know who else Hughes would United and Chelsea. Mark Hughes, Mark Hughes for the Blackburn as well, I think. Um, yeah. But the answer was actually was Yakubu and Berbatov was the answer. Yakubu did it for Everton then? No, he did it for Blackburn. Portsmouth what? Blackburn. I don't have any yeah. rec. I don't have any <laughs> recollection of Yakubu <laughs> playing for Blackburn. Yeah. Oh, was he up front with Benny McCarthy? Was that the same time? I guess so. Benny McCarthy yeah. up top. Mm. Yeah, he was. Um, in like the early 2010s, he was there. Um, but yeah, Berbatov did it for Spurs United because Berbatov was just absolute class. And then yeah, Portsmouth and Blackburn for Yakubu. Well, then he got that correct at home. So I relinquished a full point and then didn't even get half a point anyway. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, on a similar uh, on a similar theme, mm. um, I have a question here that five players have scored five goals in a single Premier League game. Oh bollocks! I want you to name all five of them, and for your clue, mm-hmm. I will give you either their nationality or the team they were playing for when they scored five goals <laughs> in a Premier League game. Oh, shit. Which okay. do you want? Well, I'll first off say, just based on my own kind of research and knowledge, I know one of them is Jermaine Defoe. I know that, that for is a fact. Correct. I think, was that in the 9-0 or 9-1? They, that... they smashed Wigan at home. Yeah. I don't remember what the score was, but yeah. No, it was... but it was in that kind of game that you scored about five. <laughs> so that's, yeah, Defoe and knock him out of the way. 
Uh, the only other five goals that come to mind. I'll give you half point for three, by the way. Okay, cool. Um, do I lose any points for like getting a clue? No, no, no. That's built, oh, cool, into, cool. built into the question because it's pretty t- t- tricky just to pick five yeah, strikers out of them. <laughs> <laughs> five strikers, five goals in the game again from strikers. So that's rule out players. I don't know, didn't do it. You, you rule out Aguero. I don't think Dead did five goals. Drogba didn't do five goals. Torres didn't do five goals. Berbatov did four. They do five. Would you like the? I'll say that the choice is you can have the teams they scored for the five goals for or their nationality. Yeah. So might uh, might re- reveal more than the other one choice. Yeah, exactly. More than the other. Um. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna impose my own little um hamstring here, where because I've got four players to guess, I can yeah. only do two clubs and two international like um teams, as in. I've got to find... If I use two nationalities, I can't use the other, the other two, if that makes sense. Okay. So you, you know? only want, so if you so you want two and two? Yes. Do you mean? You yes. want two clubs and two... Exactly. Okay. I've got to make this very hard. I can pick here to make it more <laughs> difficult for you. You can. Uh, right. So, to make it more difficult for you, because uh-huh. I'm, I'm nice like that, um, two... Of the players are English, apart from nice. Jermaine Defoe. Yeah, Jermaine Defoe is we're discounting him. So Wait, two, three Englishmen scored five goals in the game. Holy shit! Two of the other people you're looking for are English. Yeah. The other two, one of them played for or scored the five goals for Manchester United. Yeah. And the other one scored five goals for Manchester City. Oh. Oh. Oh, indeed. So was it Aguero? A lock in Aguero. You would be correct to lock in oh. Sergio Aguero. Who did he that against? Uh, Newcastle in a wow. game that again I have no recollection of. They beat Newcastle six yeah. one. <laughs> okay, um, Aguero's got five. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay. I and that's that's one of the ones. If I'd said Argentinian, yeah, it's gone Aguero straight away. Mercy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. So, yeah, uh, Mascherano. Okay, Mascherano. Or Tevez. Okay. But yeah, a United a striker. striker. That's he a could, He could be English as well. I just said that two of the oh, nationalities that I'm giving you are English. Oh, you bastard. That's a good point. Okay. So, thinking of... But they might not be. No, I don't know. <laughs> Thinking of Manny Strikers, you've got like so Andy Cole and Rooney are the two like English ones that could be. You could have Dwight York, you could have Berbatov, you could have Van Nistelrooy, you could have Van Persie. You could have Van Persie. That would be interesting. You could have Solskjaer. You could have Solskjaer. Hmm. That's tricky. Because they've had so many great strikers. Really, really good strikers. Really irritatingly yeah. good strikers over the years. <laughs> Uh, I know Andy Cole has like scored the most goals in the Premier League ever in one season, hasn't he? Uh, yeah, he won the Golden Boot at least once. Wouldn't surprise yeah. me if that was because of the five goaler. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go Andy Cole, Manu. 
you are correct to assume Andy Cole to get just lock in your half point because you got in. three out of the five. Uh, Andy Cole was one of the English players oh, that oh. I gave to. So you're looking for another United striker and another English and another Englishman. So, hmm, the United striker, but then he could also be English as well, couldn't he? He could also be English. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Well, the Englishman. Just a generic English man. The English man. <laughs> he couldn't be Man U, could he? Because that's ruled that out. Based on logic. Logic aside. Mm. So you're thinking you're looking high. for a... You're thinking you're looking for a non-English United striker. Is that what you're thinking? Yes. Yeah. Just That is my thinking, yeah. Whether I've miscalculated the logic of this question, probably. Has Kane ever scored five in a game? He might have done. Right. For Man U, Mm -hmm. I'm going to lock in Van Nistelrooy. Okay. That is incorrect. Balls. So you can't get the full point. No. Do you want to have a guess who your Englishman is? Yeah. Uh, it, it, it doesn't play for Man United. Yeah. Okay. So your United striker was, I'll say that first, was mm. Dimitar Berbatov. He scored ah, five goals in a game. Him. He did. Um, and so you look for a, just an English player, an English, an English striker. striker. Yeah. I mean, this is not worth any points at this point. So could I get yeah. maybe like a season? Say that again. Explain. Can I get a- like, as in, oh, what year did he um, score his in? This God, right, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, 1999. Oh. And an 8-0 win against Sheffield Wednesday. Oh, oh man. According to the internet. Bloody hell. <clears throat> For who? Against Sheffield Wednesday, beat Sheffield oh, Wednesday eight 0 I can't hear for who. For I, I, I can say who for, <laughs> but it will it will make it very obvious. Oh, but there's no points on the line, so no, exactly. He scored five goals for Newcastle against Sheffield Wednesday. Oh, big Alan Shearer. Big Al Shearer scored oh, five for play. Newcastle. I'll take half, point, half point, which What's puts that? his neck and neck on a Mate. point and a half. Unbelievable. Tense. Right, go on then, quiz me. Okay, um, <laughs> let's go. My last, I'll go for one more tricky one, then I got a few easy ones to finish. Actually, the last one's a pretty cut and dry. So, uh, last season, Harry Kane finished with more goals and more assists than any other player in the league last year. Okay. But who was the last player to achieve this same double, most goals and, and most, most assists? assists? Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. He did that last year. He did that in twenty nine. Uh, yeah, twenty nineteen twenty. Nineteen twenty. Yeah. That was the Liverpool title season, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. So before then. Yeah. So I just did what it say that was last year, and then say like Salah when they won the league. But okay. Um. The last Liverpool, person. Liverpool won it in eighteen nineteen, didn't they? No, it was nineteen twenty. It was a. I thought Man City won it last year. It was the COVID year. Yeah, it's year it's twenty twenty one, Reese. What what are you doing what with the twenty twenty? What, what year is it? 
<laughs> what, what year is it? John, oh, no. Go full John Goodman. What year is it? Uh, Robin Williams even. Not me, Robin not Williams, yeah. um, <laughs> are there any half points on offer for what season or team? Or are you being strict? Um, tell you what, I'll let you out do one random guess. Okay. And then I'll give you a half more. I'll give you a clue for like half points. Um, so I need somebody who did goals, scored goals for fun and played in a team that scored a hell of a lot of goals. Thinking process. I think, I think in one of those really, really good Man United teams, I think Wayne Rooney did it. And that's my, that's my answer. So that's incorrect. Ooh. However, pain. Your clue, <laughs> half a point, is that the team was correct. And United, in one of those really good Man United teams, mm. who could have done it? Other than, I can't think of anybody who would score score enough goals, but also and not be like the main man mm. enough to provide enough goals as well. Yeah. Giggs has never scored enough goals to. No, he hasn't. To win top goal scorer. I will say the assist total is lower Low. than I thought it would be. The person yeah. I'm is springing to mind is Van Persie in that mm-hmm. title winning season at United. So that's what I'm going to go for. He was ridiculous to be fair that year. Um, but no, it wasn't Van Persie. It God was... Damn it. Big Andrew Cole. Was it? A man we've mentioned many times. I know. Oh. Yeah. 34 goals and only 13 assists but that was the most in the league that year which is quite mad yeah okay well good well not good uh (laughs) question uh what are we on now i think six six seven i think i'm i just actually accidentally did i've got four left so so i should have four uh no i should have five less because yes yeah i started um okay um only one player who has taken more than 10 Premier League penalties has a 100% conversion record. Does that make sense? So, yes. There's one player who's taken more than 10 penalties in the Premier League who has scored every single penalty he's taken in the Premier League. Ugh. Which Man City player was oh. it? Oh. Given made it a little okay. bit easier for you. Because, again, okay. to pl- pluck a, a name out of the air would have been mm. tr- tricky. Yeah. Penalties, right? Because my first thought, because I feel like there is some record that some defender has got a very good rate. Maybe like someone like Baines or something, but he's never played for Man City. So that's ruled that out. And I feel like in my head, Duncan Ferguson was good at pens. He's not a defender, though, is he? He was a striker. Um, Doesn't have to be Man a defender. Yeah, Man, no, Man City player. Took, who takes pens? Like Aguero took pens quite a bit, but he missed against Chelsea, so... That rules him out. Not Jesus. De Bruyne takes pens. He's very good at pens, but... He is very good at pens. I feel like he's missed a couple. Or maybe he's not taken enough to qualify for the parameters you've set. He's taken more than 10 Premier League penalties in his career, and he's not missed a single one of them. Oh, as in, that's the question. That's the question, yeah. Okay. I remember Torre was quite good at pens. He was as well. 
Yeah, you had. You could have someone like Sterling Shite at the end. <laughs> I'm thinking Jacko, he was quite good then. David Silva. Elano. Elano. Elano, great player. Kolarov. Kolarov. Mm-hmm. Oh, must have free, he was what free kicks depends, wasn't he? He was free kick of a specialist. Yeah. I'm thinking I might mm, I might go for Tory. Is that your final answer? Yes. Yaya yeah, Tori. Say ya for ya ya. That is the correct answer. Get yes. in! Yes! Ya yes. ya. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I won't do the song. Um, yeah, never missed a ridiculous. Premier League penalty for Manchester City. I don't know how many he took in his, at the end of his career, mm. but more than 10. Um, but yeah, so he never missed penalty in the Premier League for Manchester City. Go on then. So you lead two and a half points to one and a half. Get in. I'm showing a bit of knowledge. So I didn't Unbelievable. Expect to have scenes. All right. Um, okay. My sixth or seventh question. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, this one. Who are the three managers to have managed historic rivals and hated by each other? Uh, Chelsea and Tottenham. Oh. Oh, oh, mm. oh. Well, Mourinho is one of them. Yes. Obviously. Um, in the Premier League, or just... Yes. Is it, does it predate Since the Premier 1992. League? 1992. Okay. Um, well, let's go through some famous... It wasn't Scolari. It wasn't... Avram Grant. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't Di Matteo. It wasn't Conte. As much as Spurs fans would like that to be the case, I know. Um, it wasn't Tim Sherwood. Never managed Chelsea. <clears throat> Can you imagine? <laughs> God, like he would bring us down to the fucking shit. Um, I think this must be a while ago. I don't think this is last sort of 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. This must be early Premier League. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if he managed Spurs, but I want to say Glenn, Glenn Hoddle's a name that's rattling around my head. Mm-hmm. Just because he's obviously a Spurs legend. I think he did manage Spurs for a little bit. And there's something inside my head that's saying that he also managed Chelsea. I'm going to say Glenn Hoddle because I don't have another answer. That's my answer. Final answer. Glenn Hoddle was Chelsea's player manager in the early goings of the Premier League in the like the 1993, 94, 95 era. Mm. By the way, bring back the player managers. Love that. As a <laughs> that needs to be, um, yeah, more of that. Yeah. Happened, yeah. But Glenn Hoddle, after he managed Chelsea, um, I just looked up to double check. Uh, he actually did manage Spurs. He did. Much later than I thought he did, actually. It was manager in 2001 until 2003. Was mm. Spurs manager, which was, I thought it was 90s at most. But yeah, so well done. It was Velasquez, Mourinho and, and Glenn, Glenn Hoddle. Hoddle. I have no idea where I dragged Glenn Hoddle from. That was a bit of useless information. That, yeah. and I, didn't even, I don't remember him playing for Chelsea at all. My, I'm sure my dad was a big Glenn Hoddle fan, when, mm. you know, in the early 90s when he was what? In his 30s. 
I just remember him being Spurs, Spurs, Spurs. That's all literally I remember. But good. I pulled it equal. Excellent. Fair play. Um, Right. Next question for you. There is one player who holds the the record that nobody wants to have been relegated from the Premier League the most times. He's been been relegated four times from the Premier League. Do you you think you know this? Yeah. Is this the question? Yeah. Who is it? I was willing to give you the clubs that he got relegated with. I can do that I, for I can do that for yes. half a point if if you're if you don't get I'll it. have a stab and then I will ask for the clubs. Just because I feel like Marcus Bettinelli is now on Chelsea's books. He's been relegated several times. He has. Uh, right. Was it three or was it two? Or was it four? Four is the magic number in. you're looking for. Yeah. He might have been three. Not like four clubs, four. four times. You reckon four times? Yeah. Someone's cursed. I know Bethany's been, been relegated several times, whether it's enough as four. But I, I'm, I've got that nail on the head as being... <laughs> so you're going to have to say it. Yeah, <laughs> so for, I'll go, for the full point answer, I'm going to check my... Check. Bettinelli's name in the ring. I'll go Bettinelli. Marcus Bettinelli is not the correct answer. Balls. I will give you the clubs that this ill-fated player got relegated yes, with. He was relegated whilst playing for Wolverhampton Wanderers. Mm-hmm. He was relegated whilst playing for Newcastle. Mm-hmm. And he was relegated twice, very much on brand, whilst playing for Norwich. Oh, God. <laughs> so he was relegated Ooh. twice playing for Norwich. Once for Wolves and once for Newcastle. <gasps> Tim Krull. Final answer. Yeah. That is incorrect, I'm Fuck. afraid. He's played for three of those clubs, though. He played for all three of them. He didn't. I don't think he's ever played for Wolves. Has he not? No. Damn it. And like John Ruddy played for Norwich and Wolves and never played for Newcastle. So. Yeah. Uh, but the man you were looking for also played for Spurs in the Premier League. Okay. Uh, it is. A centre back by the name of Sebastian Basson, Basson. has been ah. relegated four times from the Premier League. He is absolute shit, to be fair. <laughs> Same uh, league as like Titus Bramble for me. I'll so always love Basson because he scored an unbelievable goal for us against Liverpool when in Cops' first season to equalise against Liverpool in the 90th minute where they're like a volley from 22 yards, make it 4-4. And then we went up the other <laughs> end and Adam Lallana scored in the 98th minute to win 5-4. And Amazing. Tears. Pure, just <laughs> tears everywhere. Uh, now, Pasong's a bit of a, of, a cult, of a cult hero in Norwich. He's, um, despite him being, uh, yeah, relegated twice with us he's got mm. I don't think like nobody like thinks he was like our best ever player but he's people sort of remember him quite fondly because he was quite a character so I got but yeah so Sebastian Song Song was the answer so we remain tied on two and a half going into the final three questions each this is tense uh, okay I think this is my trickiest one left I think oh god okay don't want to save that for last no I'll do it now that's quite a good question so uh, who <laughs> is the only player to have scored in the Manchester, Merseyside, and Old Firm Derby. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> Old firm as well. Yeah. I wanted to find one that did it in the North London, but they didn't exist, apparently. <laughs> so I had to... Manchester, Merseyside, and Old Firm. Old Firm, yeah. Arguably the three biggest derbies in the country, or in, in the UK. Carter Swansea's up there. But... I'm trying to think of a player who played who could have played <laughs> in... There's only one player that I can think for played could have played in all those games. I'm not mm. going to commit to the answer yet. Yeah, but it's Henrik Larsson because he played for Celtic. He played for United, and I'm sure he played for Everton for like a season. Did he? But that obviously what I I remember seeing him in a in an Everton shirt. I'm sure I do. But the fact that you're saying did he means that I'm not going <laughs> to lock not, not going to lock that answer in. Um, I'll I will. Because I did, did he? I clearly did not play for Everton. Did he not? No, I'm sure. You were right with Southgate, Man U, though. I'm sure I remembered him wearing an Everton shirt. No, he's got one goal for Man U. Did he? Well, he was only there. He, only, he was only there. He played for, seven games for them. Yeah, I was gonna say like a, a season, if that. Um, hmm. Doesn't make for very good podcast. This does it. Me sat in silence <laughs> just, with my brain. Just... <laughs> right. Uh, well, I, I can't think like this. Obviously, people like Rooney have played for. Would have played in both. Like Phil Neville would have played in both. Mm-hmm. Flaney would have played in both, but he wouldn't have played. But none of them would have played in the old firm game. Mm. Um, who's like a uh, Boyata? No, he didn't. He played for City and Celtic. Uh, good, good pulling of names. I'm just, I'm literally, I'm literally just rifling through T players who have played for any of the six teams involved in this fixture. Um, I don't, I don't have an answer, so I'm gonna have to go for. Um. Let's pick somebody who I know is at least played for. Oh no, he hasn't played for the other one. Unbelievable. Um... <laughs> oh, it's not right. But I'll go for. No, that why well, guess something that's not right. That's stupid. Um... <laughs> uh... Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. It's um... a tricky one. Is it you got any clues for half a point? Um, I'll tell you that he played for okay. um, United, Everton, and Rangers. And Rangers, it's going to be race. It's going to be the Rangers one that lets me down. So all those players that are listed there that played for Everton and United, mm. I don't think any of them played for for Rangers. Mm. So I'm thinking it must have been a reasonably historical one as well. I can give you a nationality if you wanted to. Go on then. He was Ukrainian. He was what? I think I do. Technically, the USSR. If you being specific, I think I do. I think I do know the name, and as soon as you say it, mm. I will. Yeah. Is it like Conchel Conchelskis or something like that? Or some, is that somebody else? I can't know. I'll, I'll give up. But I think as Are soon you as you lock s- in an answer. No, I'm not. No. But as soon as you say it, I think I'm going to be like, yeah, obviously. Umanov? No, not Umanov. Uh, 
yeah, whatever. I don't know. I'm I'm going to give you the point for it, mate. It was Kanchelskis. You was said it? the name. I'm giving you the point for that. That is ridiculous knowledge. Absolutely <sighs> insane knowledge. Mm. I'm pro- yeah. I, again, I don't know where I, I pulled. I feel bad taking half point because she had to give me a lot of cute clues on that one. But uh, I mean, you, I would not have without knowing that fact myself. I would never yeah. have guessed Kanchelskis in my mm. entire life. So, all right, I'll take Fair it then. Play. If you're being generous, yeah, I am. Good. So I take the lead, three to two and a half. Um, uh, another Manchester United themed one here for you. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer holds the record for or being the first person substitute to score a hat trick um, mm-hmm. when he came on, yeah, as a substitute in in a in a in a thumping of a fellow a fellow Premier League team at the time. But who was the team that he scored against? The substitute hat trick. Yeah. Oh man. I worry I read this earlier doing my research and it's not stayed <laughs> yeah. in my brain. Oh, man. Who did Ole Gunnar Solskjaer score his substitute hat-trick against? I think he scored four goals, in fact. <laughs> I, like, I like the big goal stats in this game. Oh, man, I'm never going to get this. Uh, Solskjaer scored a hat-trick against... Fucking... Newcastle. I'll give you... Do you want a half half a point clue? Half a point clue, please. This is becoming a running team. Um, the, <laughs> team the team he scored against are no longer in the Premier League this on, no. well, this season. Balls. Are not in the Premier League. So his era was like late 90s, maybe early 2000s at a push. In fact, you were very kind to me on the last one, so I'll be good. They are currently in the Championship, if you want okay. to look at the Championship table. I look at the table again. <laughs> <laughs> Bournemouth, West Brom, Coventry, Stoke, Fulham, QPR, Huddersfield, Blackburn. Blackburn? Millwall, Blackpool, Luton, Sheffield, Middlesbrough? Middlesbrough. Birmingham Forest, Preston, Swansea, Cardiff, Old Barnsley, Peterborough, Derby. I can confirm you have said the team. Oh my! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, jumping out at me, the ones he could have played against are Coventry, because they were in the Premier League around that time. They were in my Premier League 2000 sticker book as well. Coventry, yeah. mm-hmm. Blackburn were in the league around that time. They're in the book as well. Yeah. Middlesbrough and Birmingham are the ones that. Birmingham probably not. Maybe Middlesbrough instead. Hmm. Blackburn. Middlesbrough. Or Coventry. <laughs> I feel like Blackburn are always in these facts. <laughs> Along came Blackburn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh... Fuck it. I'm never going to get it. I'll go Blackburn. Why not? Incorrect. The team, it wasn't the ones you, any of the ones you were deciding. Oh, was it? To link. it oh, was definitely. Nottingham Forest. And oh, so he scored. Big Forest. We, it was like 9-0, 9-1. Oh, my days. It was a, it was a, big, a big win for United that's, on that day. That's annoying. I didn't know that because I asked a few people at work today who were like, they're all kind of championship fans. One of them mm. is an absolute diehard Forest fan. He would yeah, have known that have 100%. Known that. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I think they also smashed Ipswich up United in that same around the same time. So that's why I thought you might have thought that. But so I wanted to clarify yeah. championship. But no, fair play. So oh, our right, last, I lead two, two questions to go. You oh, do. My God. Tense. Right. I can't remember what the score is though. Is it three and a half? Three to and two a half, half. Two and a half. No, or? three, two and a half. Yeah, because I got half. Yeah. Uh, half. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, 
<laughs> so I think this one you might you should get this one. I think. Um, who is the only player to have won silverware with both Man U and Liverpool? Man United and Liverpool. Yeah. Ooh. I was surprised actually. I thought it'd be more than that, but no, just. He's the only player. The only one. The name that obviously immediately springs out to me is Owen because he mm. scored. He definitely won the FA Cup with Liverpool because he scored a goal in the final. I'm sure mm-hmm. they won. Uh, in Cardiff, that one? It was, I say, at the Millennium Stadium. But that season, season, season or two, he was at United. United were a bit iffy. Mm. But was a big deal made out of Owen winning the Premier League with United? Hmm. Liverpool and United. Who else has crossed the divide? Not many. <laughs> not many players. No, not many at all. There's lots of, I say, lots of United players have gone to the other side of Liverpool. But I'll go for Owen. I'll, I'll say that he won something with United in those couple of years he was there. You would be correct. Fair play. <laughs> Michael Owen. What did, he win league, league, yeah. what did he win? Did he win the league at United? I think yeah. so, yeah. All I think, the only memory of Owen I have is him scoring the winner against Man City. Yeah, and Mark Hughes only being like fuming. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. because to be fair, it was miles after the end of you it know, was yeah. injury time. It was absurd Fergie time that. <laughs> but yeah, Michael Owen, classic seriously. Fergie time. Um, right, second to last question for you. Mm. Um, which English striker? Uh-huh. Claimed the European Golden Shoe in the 1999-2000 Premier League, so after the 1999-2000 uh, season, despite his team finishing seventh in the league and with a goal <laughs> difference of just plus one. Oh, my word. So he won the European Golden Shoe for a team that finished seventh and had a, a team goal difference of plus so one. So he's a top scorer across, across all of Europe? There was a bit of... Um, he was actually the second top goal scorer, but UEFA, weirdly, I don't know if they've ever done this since, weighted it because the guy who scored more was playing in the Portuguese Premier League and they were like, oh, we're <laughs> going to weight the Premier League goals more. So he actually ended up what? winning it rather than the guy who played in Outrageous. Portugal. Outrageous. Yeah. I'd be furious if I was a Portuguese guy. <laughs> but yeah. I think the guy, right. the English guy who scored 30 goals, I think the Portuguese, it wasn't even close. Like the Portuguese guy scored like 38, I think. But mm. UEFA like weighted it around and yeah, this That's guy mad. won the golden shoe. But who mm. was it? English striker. In 99, a team mm. finished seventh with a goal difference of just so plus that, one. So that era, that's going to be kind of prime Shearer era, isn't it? Really? Mm-hmm. Could be. You've also got, you know, players like Les Ferdinand. That's essentially what you're looking for. You're looking for a, a top English striker who's not playing Who, for the big teams. For Man U. Basically yeah. not playing for Man U. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um... Because Chelsea never had a top English striker, really. Mark Hughes was good, but he was well. Um, hmm. Tricky one. Who could have finished seventh? Is this... Wait. Is this the era when 
Bloody Wass's face. Oh my god, what's Bloody Wass's face. Bloody Wass's face. Yeah. We signed him. <laughs> Chelsea got him from Blackburn. What the fuck was his name? He's a bloody BT Sport pundit. Chris Sutton. Norwich legend Chris Sutton. Is was he was? I think he was at Chelsea in that year, and he famously was shit. I will help you out. It's not Chris Sutton. Okay, because he, he scored. <laughs> I think he scored one goal that whole year against Man U, and, and it would be we beat him five 0 He was so part was of the. Sutton. Yeah, he was part of the Blackburn strike duo with Shearer, who won the league. Yeah. But, um, no, it's not Chris Sutton. Okay. Who, by the way, seems to be the only pundit coming to Norwich's defence this season. There's a reason he's a. <laughs> there's a reason he's a Norwich legend. Uh, okay. I'm. I'm. Can I have a? You can have a after. Cl- I guess have a yeah, half point. Half clue. half point clue. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll tell I'll you the club. I'll out. tell you the club he played for. Yeah, but I'll do it. I'll throw a name out first of all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say someone like I think yeah, Les Ferdinand. Probably is probably a good shout. So you going with uh, oh yeah, Les yeah. Ferdinand. Oh wait, oh <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, I forgot Robbie Fowler existed. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot Robbie Fowler existed. <laughs> but Liverpool wouldn't have finished seventh. That's when they were quite good. But they won the league, though. Robbie Fowler. Robbie Fowler. That's my answer. It is not Robbie Fowler. Bollocks. Okay. Who did you say? Oh. Maybe you could have maybe stuck with Les Ferdinand. Oh, wait, uh, was it? Was it wasn't Les Ferdinand. No. Okay. Um, he played... In this season for Sunderland. Oh my fucking god! So that's going to be people like, is that is that Kevin Phillips era or is it before Kevin Phillips? James, but J.P. Southampton could be Kevin Phillips. It could be. Fuck it, Kevin Phillips. For half a point, Kevin Phillips is the correct answer. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> he scored thirty goals in the Premier that's League absurd. that season. For Sunderland. Kevin fucking Phillips. That was his, I think that was his debut season in the Premier League as well. Unbelievable. And he scored 30 goals. That's awesome. For Sunderland. What a stat that is. That's class. Right, so the score going into the final question, I believe, is four points to three. Yeah, it's tense. It's getting tense. We haven't got a tiebreaker, by the way. We haven't. Which could be... We can't do one now, but so it'll be fine. We might do one <laughs> next week if we might get Jacob to do a tie record next week. So oh, and I, I've got a good, like, we could do something like how many goals have Man United scored in the Premier League and go the closest to yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah. then I'll just That's look it fair. up afterwards. Yeah. We'll, yeah we'll pick a random team and then do that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so your final question. If I is... get this right, it's irrelevant. Yeah, it's a fair point. Yeah. Here we go. Um, so I got this from one of my mates in work. It was a, a glorious stat that I thought was hilarious. Um, so, which stadium is the highest altitude oh. in the Premier League currently? Currently, <laughs> currently, yeah. Uh, I was, I think, I was going to say, I was ready to say Stoke because <laughs> I've driven past the Stoke Stadium multiple times. You get a nosebleed every time. It's like it's stuck on the side of the sort of main road, like on a hill, and it's yeah, it's, it's like. <laughs> I don't know whether it's just the weather around Stoke, but it seems to, I always seem to be surrounded by clouds when I drive past it, uh, or a deep mist. Um, so I was ready to say Stoke, but yeah, they're league. They're in the Premier League currently. Huh. 
Well, what I will say, I'll do a caveat here, is that this is the one in the the highest in the league currently, but it's not the highest in the country. In the country, yeah. Yeah. I don't know whether... (sighs) My dad will know this, and I should know this, because my dad's got a... And every Christmas when I go down to my parents and get bored for a bit end up reading like a book that's on the shelf and he's got this book of english football grounds from the air so it's like aerial photos Mm -hmm. of how they all sit into the like city around them and on every single stadium it's got their above sea water elevation as well so he he could go listen to this and go (laughs) to his book and get the answer I don't know whether it's just because they're the most northern team, but I've got Newcastle in my head. I've got St. James's Park in my head. But I don't know whether I'm just making a false equivalence between <laughs> being Them the being most north, north and, yeah, yeah. being high. Um, right. It's not going to be Norwich because Norwich is flat as a pancake. <laughs> it's not going to be Southampton because that's on the coast. It's not going to be Brighton because that's on the coast. It's not going to be Liverpool or Everton because that's pretty much on the coast. Uh, it's Leeds quite high. I think Leeds is higher than Sheffield. Obviously, Sheffield's in a valley. Um, but all the what Birmingham teams have we got? Wolves, Villa. Villa ground isn't high. That's sunk into the. As you can see that when you go over the mo- on the motorway past that, that's like sunken into the city so i don't think that's particularly high watford i can't imagine is particularly high none of the london clubs i can imagine are particularly high <laughs> um which leaves me the manchester teams newcastle i was gonna have a look at the premier league table if that's allowed yeah yeah you know you're doesn't have the stat of altitude. No. <laughs> uh, right, so I'm discounting Chelsea, discounting Liverpool, City United maybe, discounting Everton, discounting Brighton, discounting Brentford, Spurs, Arsenal. Leicester's not particularly high. Right, I've seen it. I don't care if it's not the answer, I'm going for it. Because it feels like it's like in the mountains and... Yeah. In like the 1800s, and that's Turf Moor, <laughs> Burnley. I've seen it, and I'm going for it. I'm committing. <laughs> I can't confirm it's not Burnley. I'm oh, it is not Burnley. My actual you answer would have, been, would have been Leeds. I think would be my actual answer. Fair. It wasn't Leeds either. Yeah. Um, you were warm when you were st- when you were talking about um, Stoke being in the mists and stuff like that. Oh no, it's so, a Villa. No, it's not Villa. So I'll start with. <laughs> Uh, the actual, the highest altitude in the whole country is the Hawthorns, West Brom Stadium. I did know that, yeah. yeah. I got that from my dad's book. I did know yeah, that, the, <laughs> the Hawthorns. Yeah. But currently in the Premier League, <laughs> it is in the Midlands area, it, and it's actually the Molyneux. Wolves, Wolves. is the highest altitude stadium in the whole country. Well, yeah. if it's, well pretty much, League, yeah. it's pretty much close next to West Brom anyway, isn't it? Yeah. I've been there as well. Didn't need an oxygen mask when I went. No. Maybe next time. <laughs> next time. <laughs> so, Reese, is oh, all. The pressure's on this one. So, it is literally all to play for going into the oh, last. God. There is a half point situation on offer, but it's of no use to you. I need the full you need point. The full point. Yeah. Um, I, so, it's again, it's a name of multiple people thing. Oh, no. But I will be kind because it is quite tricky, but 
Name every Chelsea every player. Chelsea player ever. Um, <laughs> oh, you no. should, without giving you too much of a clue, you should know at least one of these. Okay. Okay. Only four outfield players, outfield yep. players, have played okay. every minute of a league-winning season for their team in the Premier League. Oh, okay. Can you name all four of them? Okay. I was willing going to either give you the team or mm-hmm. the year they won it. Um, I feel like that... There's m- too much at stake. There's too much at stake <sighs> to do that. I'm happy to give you the year that they did it because... I think I would but, know that, I think. But then you'd have to assess, well, who won what in what year and stuff. Mm. I'll see if you can do it without any clues. Yeah. And if you are floundering so, to make it exciting, I will give you yeah. the years they did it. So. Let's break it down. We've got <laughs> breaking down now. The Arsenal Invincibles would have had someone along the lines of like a Vieira or a Keown who would have played most minutes. Same as Henri. But then I think strikers tend to, as good as Henri was, they would have had to have rested at some point. They played every single minute of yeah, every exactly. single game. Exactly. These four, these four players. So it could, nah. Okay, man, you have had obviously too many tiles to count. Uh, Liverpool did Van Dijk play every minute when they won the league, and then Chelsea. The one that's come to mind with Chelsea is I want to say Aspilicueta did it in the Conte season, I think, and he was playing right centre back. Man City you could have an outfield the company could have done it okay Blackburn would Shearer have done it? nah okay so okay I'm I'm going to put a hedge of bets that I think Aspilicueta did over Chelsea. You're going to lock in Aspi. I'll lock in Aspilicueta. That is one of the four. Yes. Right, okay. He did it in 2016-17 for Chelsea. Mm, yeah, that was their, their Conte season. What a year that was. Okay. Um, one of the four. <clears throat> so. I am happy to give you either the team or, or the year, if you would like that. Because there's there's a lot of players have played there and are. lots of players have played. There are a one. Could, yeah, could I have the team? Please? The team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One of them played for Manchester United. Yeah. One of them played for Chelsea as well as as oh, wow. And the other one played for Leicester. Oh wow! Oh wow! Oh wow! So. <laughs> I mean, I mentioned earlier that Lampard had a ridiculous record of Chelsea uh, playing consecutive games. And he's the only one that springs to mind. Like, JT obviously could have done it as well. I will give you... and I won't tell you the years, but I will give you another clue in yeah. that think along the same lines as Azpilicueta. So that kind of era. Well... Not necessarily era, but think about like Aspen- defender. Maybe, maybe defender is plural, but all three. Did of them. was it Ivanovic in twenty ten? 
I could have been a fan of in 2010. I'll come back to that. The other, the other ones were Ma- one Man U, one Man U, one Leicester. Leicester, and maybe also think of defenders for them as well. Okay, so Leicester could very well be Wes Morgan, and then Man U could be someone like either Ferdinand Vidic, maybe Neville would have done it. Neville never fucking injured. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm going to lock in. Oh, God. For the absolute drama, because I love the drama. I am happy to give yeah. you the years as well. Yeah. I'm all right for now. I'm going to lock in Ivanovic in 2010. Are you? Are you sure you don't want the years? <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to psych me out? Or I can't do it. Is that help? Um... Did Ashley Cole <laughs> Do you want the years? I'm going to lock in Ivanovic in 2010. The quiz is over as a contest because Ivanovic did not play every minute of a title-winning season for Chelsea. Oh, fuming. Uh, It could have been JT. Wouldn't surprise me it was. Because it it wouldn't have been someone like Carvalho or Gallas because they kept like switching them at the back. It was always JT was the the rock in the 2004-2005 season. Was it JT? John Terry played every single minute of the 2014-15 title winning oh, season. Mourinho's second year, oh wow. Mm. Like alongside Gaza Cahill. Yeah, he did. All right, so the Man U one, Gary Neville. Uh, the Man U one, I'd be surprised. Well, he's a famous Man United player, but it was the very, yeah, f- it was the very first season. It was 92, 93. Oh, God, not a clue. Gary, Dennis Pal- Gary Pallister. Oh, was okay. the first guy, the first guy to do it for United. And the Leicester one. The Leicester guy in obviously fifteen sixteen. Also a defender. I think Wes Morgan was pretty talismanic. I've got Wes Morgan. Wes Morgan is the correct answer. He played, which is mental for that is mad because he was not a spring chicken at that point. Um, no, but I do remember he was. He well, literally was. He was ever present, wasn't he? He was yeah, playing every single second of it. Fair play. Fair play. Good to Wes question Morgan. though. Like mine, yeah. yeah. I, I say I was, I was happy to give clues. A lot of mine, I was happy to give clues because they I say there was name multiple people and stuff. So, but all that means is that after the the most prestigious football quiz on the planet, <laughs> brackets not confirmed by anybody other than myself, the winner is. Which well, I've only gone and done it. Dun, yes. dun, dun, dun. I can't even remember what the score was. It was 4-3. It was like 4-3 along the lines, yeah. <laughs> Which um, I got more than I expected to, to be fair. Yeah, so I, I did that. as well. Um, and it's the only piece of silverware that I will see this season. And <laughs> I can't believe it. It's un- um, That was good fun. That was fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah, we'll have to do that more often. We'll just have to get Jake yeah, involved as well. Um, we will. We might even get some, do some listener quizzes at some point in the future. So we'll get some listeners oh, on oh. to compete for actual prizes. That would be fun, yeah. wouldn't it? We'll have to go against you to like get some sort of. Oh what? Am I be? Going. Am I being the flipping? Am I the the you're representative? Now like the yeah, you're oh, the. I'm the Goldmouth Ramble representative. Exactly. What a disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> um. Good. Well, I thought I hope, I hope you like that, listeners, as something as just a little bit something different. I say in this grim week that is the international break. Um, as I said at the beginning, if you picked my questions or Reese's questions, got yourself a score out of ten. Do let us know if um, 
if you beat a score of four, <laughs> which I'm, I'm sure or some three. or three, which I'm sure somebody probably did out there. Um, but yeah, um, let us know if you did, or if there if there were any moments where you were screaming into your into your phone or whilst you're listening, saying you fucking idiots how do you not know that <laughs> um but good uh normal service will be resumed next week um we'll get back to our normal ske- programmed schedule um hopefully jake will be joining us no guarantees at this point though <laughs> um but um thank you everybody um who continues to listen to the show again we love doing this just the three of us or two of us just love getting together and talking about football every week but then knowing that other people take the time out of their day to sit and listen to what we have to say about football is still a bit baffling to me but uh, we love it and we uh, very much appreciate everybody who listens um we do and of course reese thank you to you for being my very glamorous um co-host on this on this quiz it's been an <laughs> I loved it really enjoyed it mate good I'll, i'm always down for any quiz just say the word quiz i'm in we will make it a a more regular feature going forward on the show but until next week as i said next thursday we'll be back uh that's goodbye from reese and it's goodbye from me and we'll see you next time bye bye